Welcome to Yes, Have Some Podcast. My name is Craig Goldberg. Thank you so much for joining us. You know, we used to have a schedule. We used to record. When we, when we started, when did we record when we started? Was it Tuesdays? Wednesday? I think uh, the original was Tuesday. We've recorded on every day of the week. Yeah. It's, it's been, one time we did like a Saturday at nine in the morning. That was weird. Yeah, <laughs> that, was, that was very weird. I kind of liked it, though. It was like a nice way to get the day going. Yeah. It was right. exciting. Right. So today, to, I want to let everybody in on what we're doing. It is a Monday afternoon mm-hmm. or late afternoon. Or late very, supper. Early evening. <laughs> we're having a late <laughs> supper. And we're here and we're back and we're ready to do some Yes, Have Some podcast. Um. Our last episode was well. We had two episodes last week. We we had the the emergency trailer prediction episode, mm-hmm. and then we uh, <laughs> a, a day later had the trailer review, which if negated you negated the other one, <laughs> yeah, it kind of makes the other one do, not count because we're kind of right. wrong about like it's Jake. Have you? Well, gone, we figured that we figured, but I think that's the fun of that's part of yeah. the fun of doing we, it. It's we were doing it for us. I think mostly because we just wanted to talk about it. Jake, did you go back and listen to the predictions? No, because it's probably embarrassing. Jake, at what point? Like we all have like these moments where we go guaranteed and then say something. <laughs> mm-hmm. And I think at the beginning, Jake, you say something like, well, I think it's pretty obvious. We're, we're going to see, um, you know, the original Ghostbusters in their flight suits in the trailer. Which- I think I was <laughs> quoted as saying I would be very bummed if Bill Murray didn't show. <laughs> and now I, t- I have Although- to take that back. I want to talk about this. We, we talked about it a little bit on toy anxiety. We talked about it when we did the trailer review. But, you know, Hasbro put out these um, all these images and pre-orders for the new Plasma Series wave, and it includes Ray Stance, Peter Venkman, and uh, Winston Zedmore in their flight suits. People, a lot of people weren't happy about that. Some people said, this is a spoiler. Why are you doing this? I'm sick of toys spoiling everything. I just want to know why the Ray Stance figure doesn't have an eye patch. I was very disappointed. <laughs> or a bum leg. Jake, what do you think? Is this, are, do you consider that spoiler? How, what is your feeling on that? Uh, well, yes and no. Because, yes, because that's the first time we're seeing it. We haven't seen it. Even though we know it's going to be there, we hadn't seen it yet. Right. I I I would like first looks to be either in a trailer or a movie, it's never going to look as good in a toy or an artwork or something. Right. It's always weird. So I get the annoyance of like, I'd, I don't want to see this in a toy form first, but also we knew it was there and it was just very exciting. And, and this was a case where it's not a spoiler 
to the story. It doesn't tell us anything about the movie except something that was already confirmed. Yeah. So it's not it like is a spoiler and is it a spoiler? Right. Like if you read articles or if you go online, Vanity Fair, like you would have probably come across. And if you're in the loop, you would have known. I personally think it's like kind of you probably got other stuff going on if you're really mad after you see those images because <laughs> they are cool and they're cute and we knew that it was coming it's not re- it's weird they're not showing it but it's not a secret it's almost like i guess kind of like the force awakens like you knew the originals were in it but they weren't showing them mm-hmm. well except except until the second trailer so, when right, they were right. showing them. they showed Harrison Ford, right? So, like, I get it, but but more than anything, man, I'm just excited about all these toys. So many Ghostbusters toys hitting. Um, Jake, how's your uh, Ghostbusters toy hunt going? I know the answer to this, but I want to... <laughs> this uh, is, very badly. You know, no, very badly. Right. So, I don't think I've really talked about this here, but um, two weekends ago, I decided to kind of took a last minute trip down into Jacksonville because I wanted to go to a bookstore down there. And after I did that, I hit three targets. And, um, the only thing I found was the, the wand, the like, uh, on wand. And, uh, mm-hmm. that was all I found three out of three targets. And my current target in my town, I have gone there every single day since the toys have started showing up. So today's the ninth. Mm-hmm. They officially were released on the first. Mm-hmm. I, I've every single day after work, I'll go to target. The, the tags have been out for a, um, maybe a week now, which is better than most of the targets where I found the stuff don't have any tags. So the stuff's just out everywhere. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, there, there are tags for fright features. There's like two tags for fright features. I don't see anything about the Ecto or any of that, but there are a couple tags out, but I have not found anything mm. and I'm sick of it. <laughs> yeah. Jake is sick of not, sick having, of not it. having it. Yeah. Um, well, I'm in, I'm not in that same boat. I've been able to find a lot of the stuff, but again, we're in Atlanta and there's lots of, targets jake you're kind of at the mercy of where you are you only have the one target really Mm -hmm. otherwise you have to literally drive to a different state yeah the the next closest target to me is an hour away Mm. right um but um i uh, i'm doing pretty good That's frustrating i'm doing pretty good and listen we're over the next couple weeks and months all the stuff's gonna roll out we'll find everything We'll get so sick of seeing it. You know that thing where you look forward to a toy and then it's Mm -hmm. finally out and then you go to the store and you're like I already have like you kind of get mad yeah. yeah like the real ghostbusters the kenner classics like mm-hmm. we're totally taken for granted the fact that there's kenner ghostbusters Just figures in on the, the shelves. i'm like every oh, day egon and winston I already have that <laughs> i'm mad um so yeah we'll we'll be talking a lot of ghostbusters toys over the next uh next little while mm-hmm. hey uh here's something i want to talk about abby mm-hmm. jake mm-hmm I didn't even okay. do any housekeeping. Hi, yeah, hi, everybody. Hello. We have a Patreon. That's okay. Well, we got to plug the Patreon. Yeah. We got to talk about the Patreon. We'll, we'll do that in a little bit. You haven't seen the Patreon. Um, Adam Savage mm-hmm. tested, released the first little behind the scenes video. They're going to mm-hmm. be doing some more in depth behind the scenes coverage. Adam Savage was uh, on the set 
of Ghostbusters Afterlife. You think he was doing like a Mythbusters? Like, we're going to bust the myth that a third Ghostbusters movie actually exists. <laughs> we're going to test this theory and <laughs> see if it falls it. apart yeah. while filming. Um, Abby, what uh, what would you think of that stuff? It uh, was it was super candid and like you could tell the vibe was really good on set, uh, which you would assume. And you got a lot of bonus shots of the farmhouse um, and the field and all that. And uh, the cars broken down out front. So it was it was really fun. Like it, it just looks like the kind of thing that you've it, it's been rumored that that set was just like a blast to be around. Uh, that article we mentioned, Vanity Fair, or I mentioned was saying how much fun it was. So it just, it just confirmed that it's, I don't know. There's something special about it. I'm excited. Yeah. That footage was great. Jake, what do you think? Well, here's the thing. Uh, I haven't seen it. You didn't watch it. Whoa. I kind of, so the day that came out, <laughs> you didn't get the, the notes for this episode. Jake. <laughs> I, didn't no. either. I didn't do a breakdown. Sorry. <laughs> no, I actually didn't. Uh, the day that came out, I, um, I had a really, really busy day at work and then I'm pretty sure sh- I-, I think, I don't know what day that was, but I feel like there was recording that. Yeah, we've been night, busy. We've been busy. And mm-hmm. it was a really full day for me. I remember like having to be at work a little longer than I usually do. And I just forgot about it. And yeah. I haven't watched it yet. Well, it'll be something to look forward to after this. It's just basically it's it it's like a preview for what they're going to be doing. They're gonna be doing full episodes of tested where they get really in depth behind the scenes. This was kind of like a little teaser. So it's not a, um, yeah, it's definitely worth watching, but uh, you didn't miss too much. Although the prop collectors are going insane because I saw a lot of the photos that people are posting from it. Uh, some of the props that were shown off in there. Yeah. I think, I think the prop collecting community is, is like going nuts, you know, inspecting all the updates on the new packs and, mm-hmm. and trying to figure out, uh, you know, all the new equipment and identifying things. I don't know how these guys do it. Like, yeah. You, you know, you got to find that raccoon cup from the Chinese restaurant. Yep. Yep. <laughs> is it yep. a raccoon? What is that? A cat? It's a cat. Uh, it's cute. It, Austin Young found a, it. Yeah. Austin Young found it. I think it's a cat or something. Shit. He found the exact thing. And then he painted it and now, he has it, and, and I want one. It, and he's going to do now. He's going to do a mold. He's going to cast it. Paul Rudd. He's a recaster. <laughs> Video Austin. <laughs> Dude, I'd buy that. <laughs> I would buy Video Austin's recast cat. Video Austin coming to a. Um, hey, by the way, shout out to Ben Eady. Ben Eady was the prop master on Ghostbusters Afterlife. He recently joined. Uh, yes, have some group therapy. Um, super knowledgeable. Obviously, he he has all the secrets. And he's not letting any of them out. And now we have the secrets because he's in our group. We have nothing. But I, I do want to get him on the podcast eventually. I, when, I think it'll be better when he can uh, actually t- talk. talk about everything. When yeah. he can talk, for sure. Um, because obviously we don't want to spoil anything. or, or I don't want to get spoiled. I'm actually, I was going to run this by you guys. Can I shut down group therapy and the internet for the next couple months till this movie comes mm. out? I would prefer that, yeah. Go dark <laughs> for like a week before no, after? Like two months. Two months? Yeah, everyone's getting a little, you know, there's too many there's too many people in there posting their toy finds. I, we need to keep these people in check, okay? It's just too many people in general. Don't listen to them if you're if you listening and you're in group therapy. Keep posting. Just I'm trying to get the voice. We reason. love group therapy. We love, we love group therapy. You. you know what else has been a lot of fun? I, I told you I was going to talk about Patreon. The um, the Discord channel is really fun. Yeah, if you're part yeah. of YHS Patreon, you get access to our Discord channel, and that's where we do our watch alongs. We mm-hmm. do ghost heads. It's like being at the cool table. 
it is a cool table, but mm-hmm. we have the regular chat room and it's fun. There's people in there like Always it's like group so. therapy, but it's uh, I'm not going to explain to you what a chat room is. It's but like aim, like instant messenger. It is like instant messenger. It's great. Um, so, Jake, what um, what do you think of the, the ghost heads watch along? Oh, I mean, that was a fun time, sort of. <laughs> it was uh, the chat was definitely um, very fast that night. And a lot of people were having a good time. It was very funny to just keep up with all the remarks that were happening. There was that some was good stuff. weird. There was some good stuff in there. It's like always weird watching ghost heads, period. But it was fun to do it with a group of like like minded people, you know? Yeah. Uh, a couple people who so there there's been people who have asked recently about like the the Patreon watch alongs how those work. So the watch along is text based, right? We all watch a movie together and we all chat about it in the Discord. Um so it's not like a commentary, but I'm sure eventually we will get around to doing bonus audio about ghost heads. But not any not tonight, not next month, mm-hmm. but eventually. Mhm. But the watch along was a lot of Abby's giving me a dirty look. No, I mean, I found it surprisingly therapeutic um, and enjoyable. Um, I think that enough time has passed. It was kind of like fun to to go back and watch it with our community and and see it in the light like of 2021. It's like a whole new world. Yeah. 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 And it ended up being really fun. And there's enjoyable moments that we all laughed at and got through together yeah mm-hmm. you're just like biting your tongue yeah i'm like i need to be uh if you weren't there what happens in the discord chat stays in the discord chat like there it is, there it is. i like that better join better join mm-hmm. uh if you do want to join patreon it's patreon.com slash yes have some and we have a ton of fun <laughs> um so we are going to be talking about suicide squad here in a little bit but um we all got a lot going on jake y- yeah, y- you said that you wanted to you know you wanted to chat about things going on in your life Things got that you're, stre- they got a stress. You got stress. Got a stress. Got folks. Some classic, classic YHS stress. Well, stress. I'm a, I'm a, hey, don't we have a stress song or like a? We used to. I don't know. It's been so long since we've done a stress. Since we've added know. additional sound, and I'm giving <laughs> Craig a look right now. We're all just giving. Hey, listen. I do want to say, um, while while Jake talks about his stress here, I loved. We did a bonus episode on Patreon where Jake gave his candid thoughts and his reading of the lawnmower man. You said we Jake did that episode on his own. Yeah. I feel like I uploaded it. Okay. Though. You did. You but uploaded I pressed it. You the button. But Jake did all yeah. the work. I pressed upload and said job I, well done. I did, the, I did the recording editing, uh, uh, original music and yeah. yes. Uh, yes. Uh, all that stuff. I would like to say I did nothing, Abby did but nothing. Jake did a great job. Um, lawnmower man, short story, Stephen King, uh, it's on our Patreon feed. It was friggin' awesome, mm-hmm. and we appreciate that. But I have a feeling there, I, I'm setting you up. I'm this is I'm I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm teeing you up. Sports. We'll say this: uh, it's the first Stephen King story that Craig has finished. Wrong. <laughs> the Gunslinger. Okay, but isn't that uh, okay. read the whole damn thing? Whole thing. People are like, "Have you read all the Dark Tower?" I'm like. Yeah, if it ended after part one. That's how I am with Dune. I'm like, oh, <laughs> one. The worst Stephen King book I've read so far was yeah. The Gunslinger. Well. Wow. That's yeah. maybe not true, what but it's, in my, you it's would, in my bottom three. <laughs> You're like Anakin Skywalker. You don't like sand. Um, yeah. All right, Jake, what's, uh, let's get this classic stress going. But you do, yeah. you do like the stand. Sorry, I had to get that out. <laughs> 
Congrats yes. on finishing the stand, Jake. You're stealing his Thank goddamn stealing thunder. Hey, I didn't um, know that. Thanks again for the show notes, y'all. I had no idea. Sorry, Jake. Go ahead. Um, yeah, I finished <laughs> the stand today. Oh, uh, awesome. I, it's 47 hours long. It's over a thousand pages. Um, I read the, uh, hold on. I have it right here. I read the, uh, what is this? The complete and uncut edition. Okay. Which has an extra 400 pages, which that by itself is a novel. That's yeah. three R. That's three goosebumpses. <laughs> that's, that's a, I think that's more than three. That's more than three goosebumps. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so I like 40. The, goosebumps is. Okay. Goose, goosebump eye. <laughs> uh, at, the, uh, at the beginning of this book, there was a... Uh, you know, uh, like a little intro by Stephen King. And he talks about that extra 400 pages. And, and when the book originally came out, you know, it, he, it was just stuff he cut out. It's like nothing important. It's just an extra bit he cut out and he said, fuck it. I'm putting it in there. It's a long book anyway. Who, what's another 400 pages? Mm-hmm. Anyway, I've been <laughs> on a funny. mission. I always hear that the stand is, you know, there's a, there's, three groups of Stephen King people, people who think the stand is the best people who think it is the best and people who think the dark tower series is the best. Dude, so you forgot like, about the fourth group, the, sl- the slingers, the carry fans like me. No, no, the slingers, the, gun, is, the, gunslingers. Uh, oh, the gunslingers. Okay. Well, I just said the dark tower. That's what that is. Yeah. Now, nah, but this we're, we're a subset. <laughs> Craig doesn't even know that. Know what group he's in. Craig slingers. doesn't even know that the gunslinger is in the dark tower. I want to know your opinion of this book. Can yeah, you like, which what, tell me, I'm really, I'm interested. Into? Yeah. Did this you like it? Well, I mean, I did like it, but I have so far always uh, fallen into the it. Yeah. Category. And I, and I believe that I always will. Um, it is my favorite book. I've read it three times and then skimmed through it and read multiple, you know, read pieces of it multiple times. Um, this book was great and I knocked it out pretty quickly. It never felt you know, boring or like it was dragging or like it was a 47 hour long. There were times where I looked and I was like, I, this, I've gotten through this much already. <laughs> so I was happy with it. I, I like the ending. Uh, I'll probably do a, a Patreon episode where I read the entire thing. That's, <laughs> that that's fucking great, dude. Dude, that's 47. That's- no, that's like, 59 bonus episodes. Yeah, we're set. We're going to take the year off. Um, I just want to point out that 48, the entire series that I watched, The Clone Wars, was was 48.6 hours. So I understand that time commitment. the same amount of time. Yeah, that's awesome that you did it. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I like how you cl- the way like, that the I way you said that you just said the quote like <laughs> there's a there's an underground no. animated series a lot of people have never heard of it's called the Clone Wars mm-hmm. and uh, mm-hmm. I watched mm-hmm. it most let me, people let never- me do my podcast thing <laughs> let me podcast <laughs> anyway Jake I, I, I respect I, well, it well I was just like I'm stressed out about it because like I'm done now and it was that kind of thing where. You know, The Stand and It are kind of the two biggest Stephen King books in volume and popularity. And I was and now I've read them both. And it's like, I don't really know what to do with my life now. And uh, Eyes of the Dragon. Well, let me let me. Hey, I'll read that. Let me let me probe you a little bit on this. Let me interview you. 
Um, Dude, don't what? probe me. I'm what? Well, listen, <laughs> hey, hey, this is PG. I'm pro probing. We know that Jake, you love Stephen King. Abby, you love Stephen King. Jake, you've been reading Stephen King for a long time. What? Um, were you putting off reading this for any particular reason, or you just hadn't gotten around to it? Take uh, me inside your yeah. brain. I'll tell you why. It's forty-seven hours oh. long. Oh, right, right, okay. right. <laughs> that, that it's just very, very long, and it and uh, there there have been times where I have taken a long time to read even a smaller book. You know, I'm not like I don't just sit and read everything straight through, but. I don't know, man. There was just something. It was, it's just an intimidating book. It's you, you hear about it. It's, I think it's his biggest book period. And it was, it's just an intimidating thing to get into, but you know, I've had, uh, some, a, a few people, I've, I've seen a few people post about it recently. Uh, my cousin just read it and really, really loved it, liked it more than she liked it. So I was like, I need to get into this. And, and also the, that, uh, see that, limited series just came out like very recently. And I was like, you know what? I kind of want to watch that, but I don't want to watch it before I read it. So I just said, fuck it. And like, now's the time to read it. So I just, I just jumped into it. You knocked it out. That's that's cool, man. Yeah. Well, it's great. Like immediate. I mean, like I've definitely read a few Stephen King books where I'm like, "Uh, all right, let's, let's get through this one. But a lot of the older stuff, doesn't it's never been like that you know most stephen king shit as soon as you start it it's like well, all right well, this mm-hmm. is insane let's mm-hmm. let's go and this book was like that and there there would be times like i i uh, you know i i listened to the audio version and i listened to like six hours today to knock it out you know i i same yesterday, just like over the weekend. Like I've something. just been listening to it for hours <laughs> at a time. Yeah. You should get a degree. Like it is an undertaking. That's really funny. Um, so Abby, have you read this? You've I read started, this. I've started it twice. Um, I listened to like the audio version, um, at the beginning of the pandemic and then fell off of it and got right. Yeah. Game. The beginning of the stand. It's the beginning of the pandemic. <sighs> yeah. I wish. Yeah. I wish it. <laughs> Sometimes I wish it oh. was as bad as it is in the stand. <laughs> dude, Less boring. This feels yeah. like classic YHS. I yeah. like this. Yeah, Let's dude. Keep, all right, more classic YHS. Ready? Mm-hmm. Holtzman. Just kidding. Wow. Um, I. <laughs> That's Ghostbusters, baby. Sorry. It just came out. Like, I can't. I'm sorry. Listen. Um, Jake, congratulations, man. That's awesome, dude. Yeah. That's really cool. That's like Thank you. Like, I'm proud of myself. Yeah, you, that's fucking awesome. Because it's, it's like a, you that's know, a serious thing. You know, if you're a Stephen King fanatic, eventually you gotta tackle that, right? Like, yeah. and it's a big undertaking. There, I'm trying to think of a there's a comparison. Like, I who's my favorite movie director? Hmm. Is it Steven Spielberg? Maybe it is. But there's movies of his that I've always meant to go watch that I just haven't. Mm-hmm. But it's not the same because the movie's like an hour and a half. <laughs> like I can. This is out. like I'm going to watch all of the Simpsons. You could, yeah, you could have watched everything Steven Spielberg has done, maybe twice in yeah. the time it took me to read one Stephen King book. Well, Ab, that's a good uh, right. comparison. Like if you were like, I'm going to watch the Simpsons from the beginning, mm-hmm. that'd be quite an undertaking. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know if that's something you'd want to do. Did I want to know, Jake? Did the book satisfy like your? itch for or your need because i know you kind of prefer the horror stuff and I, from what i know about the stand this is a little bit more like 
sort of time travel sci-fi stuff, just from what I know, because I haven't well, finished or read all of it. It's weird because I, I kind of expected there to me to be more horror and more crazy shit. Besides just the it phlegm. Start, it starts off like very much in like a real world kind of thing. And you're just learning about people. And then, you know, the the disease, you know, the pandemic section of the book happens. But it happens kind of quick. And uh, there are some really awful things that happen that are fucked up and scary in that section of the book. But then after that, you get to this point where basically most of this book is about like six different groups of people all meeting each other Mm -hmm. and converging either with the good guy or the bad guy. And there are like scary things here and there, but nothing really crazy. And kind of until you get to that third act when everything, you know, Mm -hmm. everybody starts to meet and everything goes weird. But at one point I was even thinking about it and I'm like, wow, this is like compared to it in it there's constantly fucked up shit happening. There's constantly scary things. There's constantly children being killed in like crazy ways. Mm -hmm. This is, this book is not like that. It it is like mostly the story of uh, a disease that accidentally gets out the way people handle it. And then the way people kind of have to start rebuilding. Mm -hmm. But amongst that, is like, you know, the age old story of God and the devil. I knew there uh, has to be supernatural yeah, elements. It can't be, be like uh, showing up on earth and having to like one of the main, there's this, I won't give you the whole thing here because I'm going to do this in Patreon. But after the survivors of this uh, disease all start having dreams. Okay. They're even, they're either having dreams of mother Abigail or they're having dreams of Randall flag. Randall flag is basically the devil. And mm-hmm. mother Abigail is just this woman. She's 108 years old. And at one point she talks about how she has this thing where she can like read minds and stuff like that. And she's like, my grandma called it the shine. And I'm like, uh, she's got the shining. And like, so it's, it's stuff like that. But, um, you're making me want to. Finish. So, I was. That's well, why I was gonna ask. do it, dude, dude. I need to. No, 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 guys. No. We have to watch. Craig's more. Craig's got fifty credits on his Audible. Yeah, no, seriously. Thank you, Jake. Just Good to reminder. It. Just give them to me. Um, give me your credits. Your desire to read the stand is worth more than how many credits, please? Just hey, give listen, me the whole book, Jake. I was gonna ask you about this. I have two copies of the stand and the fact that. The actual physical copy is so big is intimidating. So it, it it's a lot. Yeah, but if you need to like reach a high spot in the house, it's good to stand on. Stand. That's why they call oh, it that. Oh, okay. Like Randall. Flag. Hey, by the way, that was an accidental, really hilarious joke. Really said. hilarious. No, one. no, no, no. It's well, hilarious because really we hilarious. all laughed. That's how you know. It's Jake, funny. I was going to ask you this. <laughs> Even though yeah. I'm not the biggest Stephen King aficionado, I have always been fascinated by his interconnected universe and Randall Flagg and how that all t- actually ties into the Dark Tower and all of that. So is if you're going to explore the Stephen King extended universe, you know, the SKEU? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I think you have to read The Stand. Like, I think that's a major part of the puzzle. Yeah. Yeah. For sure, because I mean that that character Randall Flag, like, is that not the Man in Black from? Mm. Like, it's the same character, I think. Yeah. Is it, it is. Not? Yes, the Man in Black from Lost. No, no, no. The Man in. 
<laughs> but do you remember that? I know we've talked about it before, but when Lost was getting into its heavy, um, yes, like lore. Jack, not not Jack. Excuse me. What are the names of the Man in Black and Jacob? Jacob and Smoke Monsters. Jacob and mm-hmm. uh, I can't remember the other. Right, I can't but, remember. But when that name. stuff was happening, like in the message boards, there were people that theorized mm-hmm. that it was. At a minimum, mimicking the Stephen King, you know, good versus evil, Randall Flag versus God type plot, mm-hmm. or that they were going to, there was going to actually be a reveal that this would, that loss took place within the Stephen King universe. Obviously, that would be so insane. That would be insane, right? Mm-hmm. I want that. Uh, just to clarify, Randall Flag, he, he first appeared in The Stand. His second appearance was in The Eyes of the Dragon. And he's oh. also the the, mm-hmm. the primary mm-hmm. antagonist of the Dark Tower. So right. that is like I think he goes by a different name, but like Matthew McConaughey is playing Randall Flagg oh. in that Dark Tower movie. Oh. So. All right, all right, all right. But what I'm going to say to that is, if you got 47 hours to read a book, okay. Um, that's cool. Hey. Yeah, and also like the devil in the Bible is referred to as like the man with with many names or whatever, like going by different like they call the yeah, at one point they they say he, he definitely that's he not what by, he's like, referred to in the Bible. Don't make fun. The I know man with many names. Names. different you names know. in the you're thinking of the stand. I think Abby. <laughs> no, I wish that oh. I'd been raised on the stand in instead. E. In ET, that one kid calls that uh, the devil penis breath. Oh, it was true, nothing like true. that penis breath. Yep, I just Elliot. the brother from ET is the devil. A lot of people don't realize. That. Oh, oh my god! <laughs> um, well, Jake, dude, that's awesome, man. Round of applause, congratulations! Oh, that's really thank cool. You, thank you. Um, I know that people have been loving get a pizza. Stephen King, listen, Stephen King's been a part of all of our lives in in somewhere or another mm-hmm. for a very long time, and he, um, you know, he just had a new book that just came out like last week or something he's some uh, like tuesday yeah like, he does or, or you're pretty much safe tuesday, to say like that thursday yeah anytime two books a year <laughs> still this guy yeah it's awesome he's fantastic i, I yeah. literally i'm getting i have a, a an itch to scratch i want to read some slinger no oh Maybe the stand. I've I've been have been hankering to finish or to go back to carry because I never read it. I listened to it. I'd like to actually read the book. Well, you still read it. Yeah, it's in there. All right, Carrie's great. Mm-hmm. Um, cool. So, Abby, do you have any stress? Thank you for that, Jake. Yeah, thanks, Jake. I do have stress. I mean, I yeah, I've always got like real life stress, but right now, um, <laughs> I'm dealing it's with getting real getting so real dragon con it's coming up in like a matter of weeks and i was just before this uh, recording i was trying to cut through some like eva foam with like a whittling knife that i got from the store like yesterday because i'm trying to make this staff for sorceress uh from the he-man universe and it's it's so much it's exciting but you forget like just what it takes to build a costume and how every single piece has to be sourced. And then once you get it, you have to, well, first of all, you have to get it. I'm still waiting on things to arrive, uh, like boots for Anakin. And I'm waiting on uh, a wig as well. Cause I discovered I'm going to need that for sorceress. I need to find the right bustier and bustiers are just so, a whole world. So what you're saying is you have costume stress. I got so much costume stress and, yeah. I, and it's so close. Um, and there's so many feathers that I have to glue, and we have cats. It's it's a whole thing. It's Don't a accidentally lot. I gotta, glue one of the cats on there. 
I'm trying not to. Um, My whole costume, though, is like a cat toy. So I guess we should say this, by the way, if we're speaking uh-huh. about Dragon Con. There's going to be a Yes Have Some panel at Dragon Con this year. Yay. Oh, shit. We're returning. You will find us Saturday at Dragon Con, 2.30 p.m. in the Marriott, M103 to M105. It's the American Sci-Fi Classics track. After the parade. After the parade. Man, you'll have so much time. The parade in front of nobody. And then, uh, and then you'll come to us. There will be people to watching us, hopefully. Hey, if nobody shows up for our panel, we'll be like, nah, it's virtual. It's like the parade. It's yeah, like, dude. No spectators. Let's get some cutouts to put in the audience. <laughs> Cardboard cutouts yeah. of the Georgia Ghostbusters. Um, so we, we were trying to come up with a good topic, and I think this is going to be a fun one. So it is the YHS Legacy Sequel Showdown, talking about the good, the bad, and the absolutely unnecessary when it comes to legacy sequels. And of course, you know... We're going to be talking about Ghostbusters Afterlife because of mm-hmm. course it falls we are. into the category. We were t- hey, we talked about it last time at DragonCon two years <laughs> ago. The movie still fucking isn't out. What the hell is wrong with everybody? <laughs> um, Jake, are you excited about this panel? Dude, I am excited and I'm also nervous again because I can't say fuck. And last year we actually all did pretty well. And I, I believe, Craig, you were the only one to curse on the panel. Yeah. Um, we'll see. I'm, I'm excited. I'm going to talk change about that moves, this year. The, fu- the fuck I'm, budget's much different at the Dragon Con panel. It's zero. <laughs> no fuck. I'm excited Fun to budget. talk shit about a lot of sequels. Yeah, it's going to be great. Yeah, yeah, I'm really excited. It's going to be fun. I've got plans. I'm making like <laughs> are posters. You gonna, I'm are gonna, you going to wear uh, your sorceress costume during this panel? I've thought about it. <laughs> That'd be fun. It might be an added bonus. We'll see if we need to get people in. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Just depending on whether it's virtual or not. Abby, go uh, go walk around the uh, hallway. Get some people. No, can no, I no. get a sign that I like a flip sign? You can pay me like no. $7 an hour. You'll be fine. We're, the, um, we're excited. We hope everybody comes out if you're at DragonCon Saturday, 2.30. But um. What I mean, what other costume stress do we got going on? Jake, you've been working on costumes. Abby, you got more than just sorceress. Yeah, yeah. There's Anakin pieces that I that are arriving. I got his glove. Um, there's a whole thing. <clears throat> excuse me. I helped you with your with your Obi Wan robes. Like the Jedi robes in general are very. There's lots of layers, and there's yeah. a lot of like tucking and tugging and adjusting. <laughs> And like you need to like tape things down, so it's it's, it's like good. being a teenager, just tucking and. I don't think you can get time. into the Jedi robes alone. Like you definitely no. need a buddy. Qui Gon was definitely dressing Obi Wan every morning. Yeah. As part of the, <laughs> that's why no, they maybe, hated each other. No, that's actually the other way around. If you're a Padawan, doing each other's eardrops. Nope. If you're a Padawan, you have to dress <laughs> your master. That's part of the rules of being a yeah. Jedi. Do his little braid for him. <laughs> 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 oh, I want to see me. I want to see the braids unbraided, just like total side rat tail. It'd be so funny. <laughs> Jake, are you working on any costumes? Well, I'm pretty much done. I got a couple small things I got to pick up, but I did order like a second, uh, an alternative for my Hobbit feet today. Um, I was talking to uh, Dan Harshman. He's also doing a Hobbit costume, and I asked him what feet he was using, and I, I decided to to order the same just to see if it's better than what I got. <laughs> so right. whenever it comes it's in, I'll, I'll make That's the, cool. I'll make the decision when they get, when they get here. Very cool. That's exciting. Yeah. And like I talked about a couple weeks ago, I am still doing my captain America costume. Uh, I've got it all. Everything fits. It's great. I just need to get the pa- uh, the pants 
uh, taken in a little bit. They're a little mm-hmm. big, uh, tailored. Um, so yeah, it's going to be great. I'm so excited that Dragon Con. I, it's, I got the email. I didn't even tell you guys this. I got the email, the annual email from the Hilton today. Yeah. That said, Whoa. we're excited that you're going to be here. Do you want to get a late checkout, early check-in? Yes. And it also had the information about the automatic renewal for next year's reservation for Dragon Con. Because you got to get in. Renew. You got to be legacy. Yeah, dude. You have to. There's like only there's no, run. there's no way to do it uh, other than being in the host hotels. And it's uh, we've lucked out. We've uh, been able to be at the Hilton for the last five or six years. Yeah. It's always a really great time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I feel like I should announce the other panel that I'm on too. See oh, if people yeah. want to come to that. Sure. Go All for right. It. Why not? Yeah. I just opened up the email. Um, it's a Star Wars collector's panel and it is bullshit. Fr- you know what? You guys will be in the audience. You can ask questions. You can support me. You can text me things to say. I'm going to um, ask you tough questions. I'm so excited to be Abby, on this with, panel. With the recent uh, announcement from Hasbro that they're going to no, go to non-plastic no. packaging. How do you, <laughs> how do you think that's going to affect me? Uh, I will be there to talk about toys and merchandise from like 1999 to 2004 five or something right um yeah anyway it's at one o'clock and it's at the marriott and the description is it's star wars merchandise seems to be everywhere but some pieces are impossible to find which were the most sought after how much is too much of a good thing our <laughs> panelists discuss their best finds the ones that got away and just what it means to be a collector in an ever-expanding universe i love that and the fact that you collect the easiest like phantom oh, dude, it's I'm everywhere gonna... it's yeah it's literally everywhere yeah but you got some rare stuff. Yeah, I do. Some of- hard to find stuff. There's stuff that I have Return of the Jedi related and like Ewoks related that I'm excited to talk about. I'm going to bring my salacious crumb on my shoulder and maybe a Jar Jar um, a, like alarm system with me too <laughs> to make sure I make the panel on time. You got one. Yeah. You got a couple alarm systems. Mm-hmm. Dude, you got to talk about Watto, how like you were, he was kind of like stalking. Well, I think Watto's like my ticket in. Like that's, that's proof that I... I should be That's on. How you, put him yeah, on the like panel Jake, with you. when Jake was on the Jurassic Park panel, and I was like, I, I can't be on it. Jake has a back tattoo. It's like that. So having Watto is like, it's cool points. I like that. I like. I've that. earned it. Well, congratulations. That's cool. I'm yeah. excited about our panels. Excited about Dragon Con. Um, I uh, it'll be nice, man. And we listen. The next couple months, there's a lot of fun stuff coming up. We're gonna be heading down to Horror Nights and Disney. We're going to be uh uh. Getting ready for afterlife. Gear it man. up. We Gear don't know what we don't know what the the you know the release is going to be the premiere. We don't know if there's going to be an event in L.A. If there's going to be us doing an event, but all I know is we're going to see it. It's going to be awesome. Mm-hmm. It's going to be cathartic. Jacob, what, have you thought about what it's going to be like that first viewing? Are you stressed? Man, I don't really want to think about it. It's going to be the kind. Of Do we need to see it twice immediately? Do we need to like see the movie? take a break, some dinner, and then just go see it again. Yes. I don't know, man. It's going to be like, do I want to a whole bunch of people I know so they can see me cry after? I don't know if I want that. Like, I'm just, I'm just nervous about the whole experience, but excited. <sighs> yeah. Did you, well, here's before we get to suicide squad, cause this is kind of an interesting discussion topic, right? That's what I was going to say. You saying that you bringing up the conundrum of, should you watch, how can you watch it twice? Should we watch it twice the first night? I think it's absolutely necessary. Having just been through an experience like seeing the suicide squad, I saw it in the movie theater at seven o'clock, then came home 
and watch it on HBO Max and then watch it like the next morning, got up early and watched it. So for a movie, which I definitely was not anticipating liking the Suicide Squad nearly as much as I did and wasn't looking forward to it. But having that like exciting, that exciting feeling of falling in love, I've... I fully anticipate wanting to see Afterlife like twice but in a night. What did we learn from Answer the Call? Like, I'm not, I'm not, not like facetiously, like, did the anticipation and the hype and the viewing experience of that movie, and obviously it's no secret that over time our, our thoughts and feelings maybe cooled, as Troy Benjamin once said. One time, mm-hmm. Troy, I was listening to the Crossroads <laughs> and he was like, and you know, everybody's different. And like, you see our, you know, the friends of YHS, like they've cooled on Answer the Call a little we've bit. Had it, we've experienced <laughs> a cooling. Is that the word for it? We cooled on it. <laughs> no, it's cold. It was like on a, on a, on a. What, we what, didn't. Okay. But I'm just curious about. Doc Brown. Because we didn't see Answer the Call twice on the, we saw it once. And then right. flew the back premiere. and saw it like we maybe saw it like the, next the next day, day 24 okay. hours later. For, I don't want to talk about answer the call in the sense of what we think about the movie, but like in the sense when you're this hyped and there's this much anticipation. Oh, are you saying play casual and just get one, plan on one viewing and not overhype it for yourself? I'm talking, if we're going casual, we're going to have to get some khakis. <laughs> you already got khakis <laughs> yesterday. Have to get some khakis. Um, I don't know. I guess my question is, did we, did anything from the answer the call experience? Is it, is it informing the way you approach this movie release at all? Uh, not really, because this seems so different than answer the call. Maybe part of me is nervous. Like, yeah, maybe we should see it twice immediately. So we don't, I don't know. Just, I I just feel like it's going to be so overwhelming seeing it for the first time. That it's going to be like you're going to be in such a shock that you're actually seeing what you're seeing that it's going to be hard to make up your mind or or retain some things. That's how that's what happened to me with um, the trailer, at least for me, if it's anything like the trailer, which I'm sure obviously it will be because it's from that movie. I was there's things that even I didn't pick up on. (laughs) Hold on. Hold on. I know what what you just said was so funny. I know it will be because it's a trailer from that movie. From that movie. Well, that's not prefacing this for for listeners. I'm just going to let you all know. I if Ghostbusters Afterlife is anything like that trailer for Ghostbusters Afterlife, this is a word for something special. Yeah, I said it. I'm on the record. Um, no, but we want Jake make fun of her again. No, you guys want to do it again? <laughs> How about what I just said? You want? Let's go to the tape. What I was going to say is I didn't even it did not register with me until we did our live YouTube reaction show that the trap was on the remote control vehicle. Like I didn't know like that was just a remote control car to me through the for my first couple <laughs> viewings because I wasn't paying as close of attention to that as I was to the characters, right, right. etc. So it's different for everybody. I think there's going to be things in the movie that I that will go right over my head on my first viewing that I'm right. going to want to watch immediately. Well, my whole thing is my my emotional responses to Do you the guys want to make fun? me for that no 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 no. okay i mean a little but we all make fun of each other my emotional responses to the movie as i'm watching it will be like i will laugh harder than i normally laugh at a movie i will cry harder than i normally like and when when you're having when you're having that kind of emotional response to a film overwhelming it's overwhelming you end up missing stuff i think about the first time i saw force awakens i was so my anticipation level was so high and I had so much hype. And Jake, I, if I recall, you saw Force Awakens twice opening night. Did you not? Uh, yes, I did. We only saw it once. And 
I walked out of it and I knew that I liked it, but I was having trouble like articulating my, my exact feelings because I just, it's just, it's the thing Jake just said. You're seeing something you didn't think you were ever going to see. We never thought we were getting Star Wars Episode Seven. I mean, now we're you know seven, eight, nine, Rogue One, Solo, mm-hmm. Mandalorian. Like it's it's you're you're far past that. And maybe you know five years from now with Ghostbusters, it'll be the same thing. Like wow, we've had a, two more Ghostbusters movie and a new cartoon and a new movie and all that. But right now, Ghostbusters Afterlife is not something we ever thought we were going to see, and it's mm-hmm. been delayed so many times. We, there's been a lot of like stress and trauma just getting here. Mm-hmm. So Abby, I could actually completely agree with you that I think it's going to take a viewing. Somebody said this earlier, a dinner mm-hmm. where nobody's allowed to talk about it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> quiet dinner, a quiet and dinner, then another, and then, and another, then another, 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 then another, and then dinner. another dinner <laughs> where we have a classic YHS heart to heart over like Waffle House or yeah, something. Yeah, yeah. Or we just this. write our feelings down in a letter. Then we pass the letters to each other if we if we're still not okay to talk. <laughs> Dear Jason, I saw it, but I still can't talk. Oh, Dear it. Jason, I watched your movie tonight. <laughs> Dear Mister Jason Reitman, I just found out the funniest thing is your father Ivan Reitman. <laughs> Someone told me he was. <laughs> Loved your movie, lol. Hey, can I tell you guys my stress and then we're going to finally talk about Suicide Squad? Yeah. What's that? I want to get Jason Reitman on this podcast at some point, interview him, and ask him like every fucking question. <laughs> but when I talk about Ivan, do I refer to him as your dad? Or or Ivan? Like, what do I say? Or, or, or Papa Ivan. Well, he knows Ivan Papa Reitman's Ivan. his dad. Daddy. How about let's just call him dad. Just, dad, just, dad just, universal dad. All right, here, let me do How's dad our, doing? He's right. our dad too. He's that yeah. He was yeah. A little little role play. All right. You guys are you guys are Jason Ryman. I'm interviewing. This is what I say. So this is I guys, this is what I practice in the shower. When I'm not on eBay. We're collectively Jason Reitman. When I'm not on eBay in the shower, I'm practicing my Jason Reitman interview. Ready? Mm-hmm. I'm aware. This is what I want to say. It's like, so Jason, clearly your dad is Ivan Reitman. This is why I'm having trouble. (laughs) (laughs) If the trailer is anything like the movie, (laughs) listen, Jason. So I'm going to say like, so uh, let me say that. Correct. Let me practice. Let me practice. When I say this, when I say like, so ghost core forms, 2014, 2015, they're ramping up to ghostbusters, 2016, answer the call. The movie maybe didn't do what they wanted it to do to reignite the franchise. So having said all that, how, up to date and aware are you on the development of future Ghostbusters projects? Like, are you talking to, this is where I don't know what to say. Do I say your dad or Ivan? Are you talking to your father? I think you say, are you you and your dad in talks? I think you say both because to the casual listener, maybe people don't, maybe who's listening. Don't know what we're talking about. Right. So, so it might be, you might just want to be like, so does your, Preface. so does Ivan Reitman, your dad, do this or this or this? Right. Because then I have this whole anecdote I want to say this is like a conversation for like off air. <laughs> no, no, no. I want I want people to try yeah. that because what I want to say is like, listen, like my dad talks to me about like his business, but my dad sells fabric, so uh, I don't care, right? right? But I feel like you and your dad happen to both be filmmakers and. 
what I'm saying is, mm-hmm. were you the entire time in the back of your head like, I know what to do. I know how to fix this. <laughs> I know how to fucking do I this. I got it, Dad. Stop. Dad, Dad, fine, I'll do it. <clears throat> but you can't come to Calgary and look over my shoulder the entire time. <laughs> you did it anyway. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm really hopeful, all joking aside, that we can uh, get Jason on the show at some point and really have a just a literally just four, prove, prove five, how chill we are. Six hour conversation <laughs> about the history of Ghostbusters three and um, the undertaking of uh, of taking it on. I will, I will play a tabletop board game with Jason Reitman if I have to. I'm so excited to get Clue. Mm-hmm. Not to play it. I just want that artwork. And this is why. Yeah, and then same. we'll talk we'll about, talk about Suicide Squad. I love the artwork on that Clue game because, you know, with Ghostbusters, a lot of the time, Jake, you can attest to this. We've been seeing Ghostbusters products released for a very long time. They tend to use a lot of the same graphics that same stay puff that same slimer from the you know the key art from the from the packaging options so to see an original piece of art from the new ghostbusters movie that you didn't see anywhere else it's very awesome and refreshing now if they reuse that art over and over for the next 20 years then i'll be like come on guys but for now i'm super excited about it yes it's 20 years from now you're gonna be like i remember the first time I saw that artwork, it was on a board game. I believe it was sorry. No, no, not sorry. Uh, Yahtzee, no. No. Clue. Your your children are like, what's a board game? Yeah. They're like, the only thing about this conversation having to do with board is me. Yeah. Um. By the way, mm? it was podcast with the ecto goggles. In the containment oh, unit. Oh, <laughs> there it is. Okay. We okay. podcast this in the containment unit. It was Mr. Gruberson with the toaster. <laughs> I don't know. If it's Jackie Wilson with the toaster. In the there it house. is. Um, And oh, God, I'm sorry, guys. There's been a lot to cover this week. So strap. Suicide was coming. Strap in. <laughs> Ghostbusters 2. The score. It's getting oh, released yeah. next Holy week. Shit. Yeah. <laughs> we... Got an advanced copy of it. Mm-hmm. It's amazing. Yeah, it's awesome. It's fucking awesome. I don't know what else I to say. I don't know who could be upset about it. Spook Central. <laughs> did you guys? Did you guys read Spook? <laughs> yeah. Call him out. Yeah. yeah just call not? him out. Did you read Let's his review? Yeah. He's so yeah, mad. I did. I was so annoyed about it. <laughs> How could you? He he was like, it doesn't even follow the order of the movie. I couldn't who piece cares? like. Have you ever listened to a score? Every score ever is all like, I, I actually don't know if people know this. Like the, when music is written for a movie, when it's, when the movie's edited, they, they take bits and pieces from all of the different available music and, and string it together, um, in all sorts of different ways. So like the, the listen, spook central has been a, an amazing resource for ghostbusters, uh, information for a very long time on the internet. And it's a tremendous amount of work, but, the some of his I, I can't even I think his name's Paul the guy who runs Spook Central some of his complaints were that he wasn't able to follow along with the plot of Ghostbusters two by listening to the music and I was like I'm not sure that's the point of listening to the score <laughs> yeah <laughs> like Jake when when you listen to the score of the movie what what is your goal is it something other than enjoying the music no it's just like kind of almost like exploration because a lot of that. 
you, you've never really heard clearly before. And then ha- uh, maybe a good chunk of it. You've never heard at all. Like there's a lot of new stuff in there and uh, that score's never really been available except for like in bootleg ways, which still weren't. And it was just like little clips. Yeah. We had just small little clips. So I just sat down and listened to it. And, you know, Craig, you were messaging me while you were listening to it. And you were like, I've cried three times. You know, it's like <laughs> I've always cried like, three times. And, and, and I don't know what, what Mr. Paul's thinking over there, but like I could hear sections of music and know exactly where in Ghostbusters 2 this oh yeah I start doing the dialogue it doesn't have to be chronological yeah I think that's the point I mean the most exciting part to me is that we there's so much stuff that's not god I love we're just shitting on Paul tonight sorry dude we we appreciate Paul and thank him for his work yeah but you do, not most of this. Most scores not, aren't. Most listen, scores kind of out of order. We're not literally shitting on him. I'm just no. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think this is maybe something that, that I was a little shocked. Maybe I was a little shocked by the fact that anyone could find anything to complain about. Like it seems I'm like just a bulletproof. Like, listen, I'm a Ghostbusters fan. We've been waiting for Ghostbusters two to be available. The the, the score it hasn't been. It's hard. But, you know what? The same thing happened when Ghostbusters two finally hit Blu-ray. Everyone was like, yeah, but there's no special features. And then when they finally released the one with the special features, they're like, yeah, but it's not all the deleted scenes. It's like, what do you want? Like, we're hey, he, he also complained about how long it is. He's <laughs> like, yeah. it's barely an hour. <laughs> so what? <laughs> what do you want, Paul? I think he wants the movie. I think he wants Let's to watch the movie. Let's go back and add more music to the movie. Hey, I like Paul. Paul. We're, I want to get Paul in the pie. Paul, yeah. <laughs> let Hold on. Jake's in rare form. This is really funny. I we wish can you, disagree on I things. I wish you guys could see Jake right now. He's leaning back, <laughs> I, I, screaming into his microphone. <laughs> Paul, I, I will say I it again. He's an OG. I know. Fun. I love Paul. <laughs> he, Paul was at Toy Fair, mm. and I didn't realize, I've never mm-hmm. seen a picture of him, so I didn't know yeah. it was him. But I'm going to see Paul again someday, mm-hmm. and we'll all sit down, and we'll, we'll have a lively discussion of, on the Ghostbusters 2 score. Yeah. No, we won't. None of this is going to happen. It's not going to happen. He was also complaining that podcast was a dumb name for a character in a movie. Let's get him on the show and just play the score. But also, I love it. Yeah. (laughs) It's dumb and funny. Maybe it's dumb out of context. Right. So is like everything in Ghostbusters. Listen, Mm -hmm. I think he's upset that. Listen, we're excited that there's a Ghostbusters. There's listen, we're excited that there's a Ghostbusters character named podcast. We have a podcast he's upset that the character's name's not spook central uh, <laughs> I don't, okay no but and also we're guys we're having fun it's all mm. good it's all good we listen we got to keep this community on its toes right we really yeah. do yeah every, everybody sure. when we have jason reitman on let's request that all of the ghostbusters podcasts be represented in the youtube clip on the sidebar <laughs> We'll help him out. We'll get him the images, the we thumbnails. Need, yeah, we need you to go back and edit the movie. We did not like, listen, Adam Savage. We didn't see Bama Geeks on there. <laughs> Come on, Jace. Come on, Jason Reitman. We'd like to see a full representation of all groups. You're killing me. You guys are funny. Yeah. You guys are very funny. <laughs> um, and again, I can't plug Spook Central enough. I've used that website a million times. There's so many great articles and and just it's kind of like a wikipedia kind of thing for ghostbusters but mm-hmm. i don't know i'm just so i'm trying to be positive man plus sony sent you the score just appreciate <laughs> it 
Just appreciate it. <laughs> Anyways. Thank you for your hard work. Thank you for your hard work. Hope you enjoy things. Yeah. Wow, this episode's already 10 minutes longer than the Ghostbusters 2 score. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that mean, hey, that means we don't have time to talk about suicide. Oh, oh, no. Wah, wah. Let's do it. We should, we should do it. All right, everybody. Here it is. The main event. In this corner. <laughs> Jake, you're a... Uh, <laughs> I know you're comfortable. Your mic's making a whole all sorts. Oh, I'm gonna stuff. make a lot. Of that's noise. how we know. Well, that's it when it's good. I'm touching it. No, it's Let fine. Put it down. I like that you're no. comfortable. You're like well, uh, fine. the. I'm still comfortable, but now I'm not touching. The, it. I need a I need, wrestling match. I need the uh, in this corner from Valdosta, Georgia, the town with. One target and no Ghostbusters toys. He hated the first Suicide Squad. What did he think about this one? I'll give you one guess. Let's see if his <laughs> Wi-Fi holds up, Jacob. <laughs> and in this corner, the mm? James Gunn Guardian of the Galaxy. <laughs> Okay. She's five okay. foot one and start again? fun at a party. Okay. <laughs> I don't know what I that means. I don't think I like any of mine. Jake's was better. <laughs> yeah. Wait, I could do one. I could do one. Jake's going to well, quit. That's indicative, that's indicative of my argument against yours. <laughs> Wait, oh. what? You don't think any of this was fun? The wet weasel of no. Wilcox County. Of well, we're not going to say what street we live on. Yeah. But I'm a weasel. <laughs> I'm a weasel fan. <laughs> <laughs> Abigail Gardner. All right, so yeah. By the okay, way, I have opinions. How about, too. How about I'm like, I'm a, uh, I just did a baby face turn, um, and I like it's surprising that I'm I am where I am. <laughs> Can't we say that? Well, I don't want to just come You're across like hold a on, hold on, hold on, hold on. You're implying that you were a heel. Jake is the I heel hated of this podcast. Yeah, I know. I'm not trying to Abby's take the baby face glory. I'm the sweetheart Ray Stance teddy bear. I'm the referee who w is, you know, give me 20 bucks and I'll... You're Leonardo. I'm Leonardo. I'm the leader. Nobody's friend, but everyone's favorite. God Can we not damn. talk about the Suicide Squad? Because I feel like that's what we're doing. I liked it. I really liked this movie. I've watched it three times and I, I found it to be fun. I would not have watched it that many times if I didn't, if there wasn't something special going on. Um, the soundtrack I've, I've dug into and listened to like a lot over the last couple of days. And it, it seems to just make me happier the more I listen. And I do intend to see the movie, watch it again. I think it's so cool that it's available in my house, like I've said, because when I first had the Guardians of the Galaxy experience, which was like an eye-opening thing for me, it was that was the first movie that I was like, wow, I've got to go back and see this again. And it became like an event for me. Um, and that passion, I think, kind of led into us podcasting, honestly, and, and talking about movies. It's similar to the way I feel about Quentin Tarantino. And I think that it, he's kind of similar to Tarantino in a lot of ways with like the music and the execution of um, just everything is, is beautiful and calculated on screen and also gross and terrifying, excuse me, terrifying and uproariously funny. Um, so I 
I loved Guardians. I won't go into because uh, anyone who listens to this podcast knows why I do. Um, after the stuff went down with uh, James Gunn's Twitter and like uh, him getting canceled and, and fired by Disney, I went through a like a kind of a grieving period. It really bummed me out to see someone that I really looked up to, was inspired by, and identified with to see him brought down for some shit that was like kind of petty and old. And it's like, yeah, he's changed and grown up as a person. Might not say those things these days, but the whole thing frustrated me, bummed me out. Didn't think I was going to have another experience like I had with Guardians or with Volume 2. And lo and behold, this this Suicide Squad was announced that James Gunn was going to be a part of it. And it was something that I felt really conflicted about because I... Like we said, and like I said, I fucking hated the first Suicide Squad. It was, it's laughable. It's kind of offensive and not in a, not in a fun way, but in like a, this is, this is offensive to movie making. Um, Cause there was so many, so much going on in the kitchen, like cooking that movie up. Like I know that David Ayers come out and like released a statement saying that the, the Suicide Squad that came out wasn't the, the vision that he had. And, and I know that a lot of shit went into that movie that made it painful to watch, but I had I had no interest. And I will say this one thing. I have watched HBO Max has the Harley Quinn cartoon and I have watched the first season of that. And that kind of got me warmed up to Harley Quinn as a character. So I have I guess I kind of giving her a chance over the last few weeks of watching that cartoon kind of got me warmed up and ready. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Um, Jake. We've been like, we've been put like, I want to, I do want to get into the movie, like the plot. I want to get into all that, but yeah. I, I think we, we need to start with these initial thoughts. So Abby, mm-hmm. thank you. Yeah, totally. Totally. Yeah. Jake, what, uh, what were your impressions? Sure. Abby, first of all, uh, I'm glad you enjoyed this movie. I knew you were going to preface with that. Thank you. Well, I have to be because all of this always sounds like, <laughs> Uh, you know, you, you like what you like. That doesn't mean you're wrong for it, but I completely disagree about everything you said. This movie to me felt like an invasion of the body snatchers pod person trying to be James Gunn. This movie felt heartless to me. It was boring. It was very painfully unfunny to me. It did not even feel like James Gunn to me. There, there was nothing. I just did not get it. Uh, the, the people that say they enjoy Margot Robbie in this makes me feel like I'm living in an alternate universe or something because <laughs> I want to explore. She's legitimately whoa, whoa. awful in this. I thought she was very bad. I think all the Harley Quinn stuff is the most unwatchable part about the movie, which is why to me, there was a good chunk. She was not in. And that was where the movie was better. In my opinion, I, I, all her dialogue is just, it's just maybe that character to me doesn't translate to live action. I've seen three movies with Margot Robbie playing Harley Quinn. And all three of those movies are maybe the three worst movies I've ever seen in my life. I can't. Let me take that back. That's being hard on this movie. This movie is not completely Ooh. awful. It's not the worst thing I've ever seen. It's definitely the best DC film, but I didn't get any of that. That you like it, it's weird listening like you two people we we kind of most things we're all in the same page about right 
kind of especially Abby. So when I hear Abby, when Abby, when I hear you talk about this movie like that, it makes me wonder uh, if yeah. I accidentally watched a different movie. This is because... how I felt when Jurassic World came out. <laughs> I remember this yeah. feeling. Yeah, literally, literally. And I'm not saying it's identical, but I had things about Jurassic World that I distinctly didn't like. It mean yeah. you might even I think you might dislike this more than I disliked uh, Jurassic World. But do you um is Margaret Robbie like across the board someone you dislike or is it specifically I, the Harley the Quinn only, like accent? I think I think the only thing I think the only other thing I've seen her in is um what's that movie she was in like one of her first big movies Wolf with Wall Street. Uh, Wolf of Wall Street. Wolf of yeah. Wall Street and I think that movie's great. I yeah. love mm-hmm. I think that movie's very well made and funny and I've watched that movie She's got Probably a couple scenes in that movie. I've, yeah, I've watched a lot of those. A couple scenes. of those scenes a couple times <laughs> in a row. It. I think she was uh, really good in the Tanya Harding movie. I was going to. I Tanya. Oh, yeah, that movie's gr- that movie's. I forgot about that movie's yeah. great. She's great in that. I don't. I don't think. I I don't have a problem with and any of the actors Hollywood. in this movie. Mm-hmm. I feel like nobody is just bad but it's like i don't know what it is man like dc i think you have a problem di- with dc so many of her lines of dialogue i just can't i just like this is a bad who why is this in a movie it seems so fake and weird and it's just i just don't like it, it it's like it gets on my nerves and it's not the voice hmm. it's just the actions the di- i just don't care about anything that character has to do or say hmm. and and i mean the first two movies she's in are legit fucking trash. So it's like, why, how, like that, that is part of, it's hard to look at a third film that that character is in objectively and enjoy it. Because I'm like, it's attached to two really awful movies. I don't know, man. I just, the, I, I, I did not like, I was expecting to at least find, this movie funny and i i didn't i i swear it's not an exaggeration i laughed at one thing and that one thing happens at the very end of the movie the yeah well, it was weasel we, i yeah, laughed at we weasel should, and that was we're it. getting to spoiler territory that's fine that's fine yeah, it's, yeah. Um, it's cool. i guess i should give my opinions mm-hmm. so i really liked this movie I can't say that I like it more than either of the Guardians movies because those movies, to me, both of them, and not everybody feels this way, right? Some people say Guardians 2 is nowhere near as Guardians 1. I love both of the Guardians of the Galaxy's movie, <laughs> Guardians of the Galaxy movies so much. I am not a diehard James Gunn fan. Like, I've seen Super, I've seen Slither. Those movies are fun, but they're not movies I'm ever going to probably revisit. But I really love both Guardians movies, and I really liked Suicide Squad. And to me, what I liked about this movie was it actually felt... It didn't feel like... The scale of it felt pretty small. Like, it's it's a singular story. Like, when they're going on the mission in the beginning of the movie, I was figuring it was going to be one of those movies. They go on a mission, a bunch of stuff happens, and then they get the real mission. But... The whole movie is about them going to where, where do they go? Corto Maltese. Corto Maltese, which if you remember in Batman 89, Vicky Vale has a nice spread on the uprising mm-hmm. of Corto Maltese. So mm-hmm. a little DC connection there. Um, crap. Crap. God. Yeah. Now, hold on. I love that movie. Okay. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> um, I, 
I really went into this movie as open-minded as possible. I wanted to look at it as a standalone because I, there's nothing about the DC extended universe that I can even can. There's nothing cohesive about it, right? None of it makes any sense. And I get that they're going to try to make it make sense, but I wanted this. I, I, I viewed this movie as a standalone. Like, yes. Similar to like you're saying with Tim Burton, like this is like a Tim Burton Batman returns. Like this is a James Gunn movie to me, not a DC movie. Right. It didn't bother me going into it, whether this is part of any other continuity, whether it affects the timeline or any of that. I, I enjoyed the fact that it was not only a bottle type of story, but the way that it like jumped um, non-chronologically right. like in time. I found that to be really fun. But I think like uh, we're all in agreement. The first Suicide Squad sucks, right? We it, it was such a letdown. And you remember the hype for that movie was huge and the trailers were really good, and like Queens play. And you were just like, oh, man, this is, you know, this is going to be great. And then it was a letdown. And listen, there's a whole other side to that story and David Ayer and the cut and all that stuff. But like at the end of the day, Jake, I was telling you this on the phone the other day. It doesn't matter that there's another director's cut out there that's supposedly better because we haven't seen mm-hmm. it and we got yeah. what we got. It's maybe yep. it's not David Ayer's fault. That's Warner Brothers fault. But you could say that about a lot of movies, yeah. right? You could say there's a lot of movies that sucked and you could be like, oh, there's a better version that will show, yeah. show it to me. Show it to but me. That's, it doesn't matter. That's not what was released. That's not what was what released. Was, what, the, what was wide released is the movie. But um, I think we're all on different pages. I Birds of Prey was pretty bad, like really, really bad. Yeah, I didn't necessarily mind. We what? Abby just brought a small cat into the room. We can't have cat noises on the podcast. This is not going to fly. Sorry. Bye, cat. Come on. Now, back to this is a crazy episode. I love this. Back to what I was saying. I don't mind. I like Margot Robbie's performance of Harley Quinn because my that's just the care like. To me, that is the character of Harley Quinn. Like, I'm not obsessed with Harley Quinn. I don't have like this deep attachment to like Batman, the animated series and love that character or anything like that. But to me, anybody who plays that character, unless they just do a completely different, like a serious take on it, that is the character. So I like her performance in that. To me, Harley Quinn and the Joker to me are the least of the first suicide squad's problems. Now the aesthetic of the Joker and the teeth and the tattoos are a major issue, but like their story, like I found at least interesting. And I remember watching it being like, I wish this movie was about them. And cause I don't care about I, Will Smith's mm-hmm. character. And I don't care about, mm-hmm. uh, you know, the other characters in that movie or, mm-hmm. uh, or boomerang and all that. So going into this movie, knowing that they were bringing anything from that first movie that they were bringing boomerang back. Well, we saw (laughs) that didn't last very long. Um, flag. I thought it's amazing to me that how much I liked flag in this movie versus how much I could care less about him in the, in Mm -hmm. the, in the other one. I think, I think that's really like James Gunn treatment in my opinion. Really? Like I understand that John Cena and his humor in this movie isn't a, like, it's not for everybody. It, it seems like it's a dividing line. Some people really like it. Some people are like, this, I don't like it. Um, I liked it. I like John Cena. I like him more than The Rock. I, I would rather watch a John Cena movie more than The Rock. What you were saying, though, about Harley Quinn and the Joker being your, one of the parts you didn't like or that you thought was okay in the Suicide Squad, I 
or the first suicide. Okay. I didn't, I, I've always hated it <laughs> when she's with the Joker. And that's why I found this take and where she's like single and where she's like being dominant and then killing dudes. And then the, the montage of her, like killing everyone on the way on her escape. I, I thought that stuff was like the, I've had major issues with Harley Quinn. I've really disliked her. There's definitely episodes we've recorded where I've talked about how much I don't, how much I think she's in a bad abusive relationship and how she needs to like get her shit together. Um, but that's, I feel like this is like a different, like almost like a rebooted retake. Yeah. And I get that. I get that. It's, it's, you kind of, they didn't go out of their way to say that the first movie doesn't count, but for all intents and purposes, like, you don't need to see the first movie or know anything going on in that first movie to watch this one. Um, Jake, let me, let me, I think it's important that we know a couple things. So the movie's very well reviewed. And for the most part, like people seem to have really liked it, like, mm-hmm. but not everybody. And I've seen the people who didn't like it kind of have the same feelings that you express. Like maybe it tried a little bit too hard or it kind of missed the mark. didn't have the heart the guardians had. So I feel like, I, I, I don't know, maybe, maybe this is, I don't know, but part of me feels like, you know, we, we, a lot of people are behind James Gunn and a lot of people really like what he did at Marvel. And there's a lot of people who were really upset about the, you know, what happened at Marvel. And I honestly think there are a lot of people who just got it in their heads. Like James Gunn's great. This movie's going to be great because it's James Gunn. And they're maybe kind of just blinded by that because I, I love James Gunn too, but that doesn't mean everything he makes is good. Right. And I, I, this felt to me like a, like it was trying to be, it felt like DC trying to be James Gunn, not like James Gunn. Yeah. I don't know. Because like from, from everything, like it really seems like DC got out of the way and like he made well, the maybe, movie. But maybe that's the problem. Like maybe, I lo- you know what? Yeah. Hey, like I know that's shitty to say, like I love Slither and that's straight up a James Gunn movie, but the, the, the feeling that you get, you know, Marvel was, was all up in guardians of the galaxy in those. Abby, that's your favorite fucking, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. maybe he needs to be reined in a little bit. I don't think like, so. Maybe, maybe like DC just saying, do what you want is the problem. Cause like this movie is a mess. This movie is a fucking mess. It doesn't know who its villain is. It tries to be really funny. And then all of a sudden it try it tries to just like jump into the gore and it's like super gory out of nowhere for one, like one minute section. I just don't get it, man. Ab? I, I just, I disagree. Like I, I found the, the violence to be like gleeful. Um, Especially the opening scene with the some of the old squad dying off and Pete Davidson biting it. I thought that was I was like, so mad about that. I thought I thought you might even enjoy that, Jake, because you don't like well, Pete Davidson. I did. I did, but that was so early on that it, there wasn't a like I was like, Cool, great, he's gone. But right. you know, it didn't I, follow okay, up I'm with anything say a few else things. to make me happy. I don't think this is a perfect movie. I don't think that it's better than Guardians Volume 1 or Volume 2. And I don't think that it's like my favorite James Gunn movie. Um, I think that it was... And also, I also want to say, I didn't love this movie because of Harley Quinn. I loved it because of the other characters. Uh, Rat well, Catcher who's your favorite 2. character? Rat Catcher 2. Gotcha. Um, and I, I loved uh, Bloodsport and uh, Peacemaker and Polka Dot Man and King love Shark. Polka Dot Man. Yeah, like, I felt like Why? there was... Why? Why? King Shark? Because he's what do you funny. Love about, what do you love about Pokemon, man? 
the fact that he hates his mom and that well, his mom treated him like shit and did experiments on him and that he uses her as motivation to like use his superpower. I just found I, I found a lot of humor in a severely like depressed superhero that, that, that is too. hoping that his death will like I liked that. And I, thought I also that thought the gory like stuff of him too. having to like release the polka dots. Like that's kind of like gross shit that I found. I liked when he was all like swollen up yeah. and had to go out and like do the, made the noise that it made and all that. I thought that was great. I thought King shark, like the scene with him in front of the like aquarium wall. I thought that was like a really beautiful moment. I got like choked up watching it and I thought his character was like, it was funny and that's Sylvester Stallone. And mm-hmm. uh, I, I mean, I think that Ratcatcher 2, for me, stole this movie. It's very hard for me to not like her, at that character. It's just like a very, like, it's just something I, I'm, she's, well, to me she the, loves animals and she, there's just, there's shit that the, I, I just so connect with. To me, the, the, the biggest heart moment of the movie, heart moment was the, the, the explanation of Ratcatcher 2 and the wisdom passed down to her from her dad, which was Taika Waititi, which is my favorite scene in the movie, this flashback where Taika Waititi, where the, where it's like, why rats? Right. And I don't remember the exact line. Like, Abby, they're like the lowliest creatures. Right. Among us, right. And, and they can be, you know, whatever the That's line That's the is. line. Like that idea of like that. Nobody expects much of them. They're looked down on kind of like all of, all of us and that metaphor. Plus there's metaphor throughout like the whole, movie with like birds singing or being in cages or being killed. And like, that's kind of that, they're, they're that's like their, their way out almost like, I, I, I don't know. I just, I found, I'm not going to oh, say I'm, the, I'm right there with you. Yeah, I, I found that I, I like the movie a lot and I'm trying to be is listen, I'm trying to be objectively like, I, I have a history of coming out of movies and be like, this is the best fucking thing I've ever seen. And then like two weeks later, I'm like, if oh, I no. hadn't gone home and wanted to <laughs> do a second viewing and on my second viewing, if I hadn't laughed as hard as I did, I, it, I would say that this movie crept up closer to my heart than I thought that it would. Well, because I, you know what? I did not think the marketing for this movie was very good. I did not think any of the trailers were overly impressive. Um, but I'll, I, I liked Idris Elba. I thought he was great. Um, as kind of the leader of the team, obviously last time you have Will Smith as Deadshot. who, listen, I like Will Smith. I want Will Smith to make good movies. He just doesn't do it as he much anymore. Can't any- <laughs> he just can't do it anymore. He just can't yeah. do it anymore. But it's I, not in him. But yeah. I thought Idris was great. And, um, I, it, it really seems like that James Gunn had more. I think he maybe resents Disney a little bit and he's, and he's going to have more freedom to do like he just did the peacemaker series. Um, and I, I, I and he got to put his girlfriend in the entire movie. Josh she's great. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I think we're going to see a lot more of these characters. I, again, y'all might, Jake's not going to see him. Jake's got, we're going to have to bring Did you him. like rat catcher too at all or? No, she's fine. She's fine. I mean, I, I didn't. Oh yeah, I that's a good. A Jake, what about the kaiju? We should talk about yeah. the. Well, let's yeah, talk kaiju. So I, I think I think Starro. So like Starro was spoiled a long time. Like I knew that was going to be in there. Right, right. Mm-hmm. And I liked the Starro stuff, but my issue was that this movie. I felt that this movie was way too long. And by the time this movie has a problem with its villains, it has at first, there's like this dictator. Then you got another dictator. Then you got peacemaker. Then you got just like the government general. You got Waller. You got star. It's like the thinker. It's like, who the fuck is the villain? Like, what? I don't, 
there's so many They're back all and forth with yeah. who the villain is. It might have been. That by the time, and they even kind of set up Starro is not a villain, honestly, because they're like, oh, he was stolen. And, Celestial and he's being right. trapped here and he doesn't want to be here. And it's like, but then by the time, so by the time Starro happens and he's out and he's like fucking shit up, I think he's cool. I think he looks cool. But I was checked out. I was just checked out of this movie by the time st- I was just so done and so ready to shut this movie off. He shows up and, you know, he's he's just there for the last, you know, 15 minutes or so. And I'm, I was just done with it by that point. If he if that would have been the route, if if they would have unveiled him a little sooner and done more with that then maybe maybe I would have a slightly different opinion of the movie as a whole, but I was just so confused as to what the fuck they were doing with the story and the villains that I was just like, I was like, cool. I, just, I was just out. Yeah. It's a little convoluted. Like I, yeah, I it's think like who's working for who fake many smaller bosses, small leading up to a bigger boss. Or right. Whatever. Like maybe there was intent for that to hide. Starro as like a big reveal, but also they put him in the trailer. Yeah, he was in the first trailer. Yeah. Right. Right. Yes. And yeah. I, I kind of see your point a little bit there, Jake. And uh, the other thing, because I, I was saying this isn't a perfect movie, I think that the final act with with the way that Ratcatcher pulls all the rats out, I think that's a little bit problematic in a in that is where do they all come from? That like fast, yeah. oh, etc. Right? Care about that? It's, it's similar to Guardians Volume One, where it's like, oh, Chris Pratt doing a little dance is going to distract like this super that's powerful not, man. Yeah, like I, that. I think if I think I would have found any humor in this movie, it would have been easier for me because I don't, I don't feel like most of the performances are fine. Like I think Idris Elba is fine in it. And like, I don't, I don't have a problem with, uh, what's his name? The peacemaker. I it's just, I just did not find anything funny, especially like whenever that, like whenever they're all in the bar and they're all dancing, that was hard. That was hard for, I was like, this is, I know this is supposed to be funny, but this is just, this is hard to watch. I didn't I can't think it believe was, this. Is. I didn't. I don't. Was it supposed to be funny? I thought it was just supposed to like. See, to me, the whole thing. Listen, I don't. Were really, they all like? Were they all like badly dancing with each other? And and yeah. uh, you and you see all the uh, you know uh, Lloyd whatever, Coffin um, moms. Yeah, all the moms. I was like, this is just not funny. To I me, I don't know, man. I thought it was funny because he's dancing like he because they can't he can't see their face. I don't know. No one was facing him. And he looked like he was finally having a moment. See, That's how, what me, I got from it. I thought I, I, you know, James Gunn has talked a lot about how much he loves the Suicide Squad comics. And like the whole thing is that like these are bad people objectively. But. Oh, I think that's why Jake hates it there. I know because they go through a progressive story Jake, arc and they you, change into good people. And Jake l- wants to always hate Harley Quinn. He doesn't want her to get more likable. Jake, you do not like redemption. Jake, if Jake, <laughs> you know what? If Jake you will, hated them to start with, you don't want to like them anymore. No, later. I'm just kidding. If I, gotta, if I gotta watch you do a whole movie where your superpower is doing cocaine, fuck you. I'm oh, never gonna fuck. like you. I, I don't forgot care. about that, Jake. Oh my god, I forgot about but that. See, I don't like that movie. Birds of Prey. Yeah, also, fuck that movie. Birds of Prey. I didn't see that movie three times. I'm not gonna stand and defend Started that the movie. Pandemic. Yeah. Um, okay, so. I think there's plenty of good in this movie. I really, uh, I really liked it. And it's a, to me, it'll be rewatchable. The scene where, um, blood sport and peacemaker are having a dick measuring contest to see how many people they could kill. And they end up killing a whole village of innocent people to me is that's just funny. Fucking dope. That was funny. Um, 
But not everybody is going to see this movie in theaters. It only made $29 million. Um, obviously, being available on HBO Max is a big part of that. Um, but I kind of wanted to bring this up. James Gunn had an interesting uh, take on this. I want to get both of your opinions on this. Um, somebody asked James Gunn if he he was like, you know, what do you think about this movie being available on streaming and, and you know, might take people away from the theater? And he was like, look, the, his quote was something along the lines of, obviously, I'm, I'm a movie director. The theater experience is the best way to experience any movie. But that being said, most people watch movies on TV. Right. Movies have a longevity and a life because of television. James Gunn was like, Jaws is my all time favorite movie. I've never seen it on a, in a movie theater, which also I was like, come on, come on, come on James. I've even, I've done that. One. But, but how do we feel about that? Like we had a lot of heated discussions amongst our friends groups of, uh, within our friend group of seeing a movie on streaming versus it's important. going to the theater. It's important. Um, Jake, you opted to watch this one at home. We all watched Black Widow at home and Black Widow is a movie I would have loved to see in the theater. So yeah, when convenience and also like COVID is still a thing and may, I, that's not Heat my, waves. that's not my reason for going or not going, but that is some people's reason. Um, I wonder how this affects movies for the foreseeable future. Like, I don't think anything on HBO max is going to do well in the theaters. Like Dune is not going to make yeah. any money. Yeah. I don't think it so either. I, I, I don't like that. It's an option because like, you know, like you just said, I, I watched this and black widow at home and I do not, I'm the, I'm usually the kind of person who's like, fuck that watching at home bullshit. Fuck that. I have gone and paid to see movies at a theater that, I basically knew we're going to be trash or that I wasn't going to like, or something, you know, really cheap. I, I just, that experience, I want it. And I want movie theaters to be a, a, a lifelong thing. So it, it's sort of annoying. I'm sort of annoyed at myself for having the option of watching them at home. Cause like when you, you have that option, sometimes you just do, you're just going to do it. You know what, you know I, mean? what? So, I, I just realized what needs to happen. I'm cutting Jake out of the HBO Max account. No. <laughs> hey. <laughs> <sighs> I've only watched I one only movie. only have seven people on there, on there now. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. Um, Jake, so, yeah, I agree. I don't, I, don't, I don't like that. I do I do think it's going to hurt movies as a whole. Mm -hmm. and, I, and I do hope that it's something that kind of uh, goes away. I think it takes away from the experience, especially with this movie, with the Suicide Squad, because there's so much good like rumbling and shaking and stuff. I've... I, I kind of feel bad for okay. those who didn't get to see it. Here's the thing. I hey, but also, he started off as like a trauma movie maker. So, of course, he's got like an aversion yeah. to the big theater company. Of course he does. Yeah, he's got a chip on his shoulder. That's why he's awesome. Um, yeah. yeah, I think it's pretty cool. I had something to say, and I don't remember what it was. <laughs> I have like 10 more things to say. Okay, so... It'll be interesting to me from the theater going experience, like what happens going forward, right? Because Disney is still, you know, Shang-Chi is as of right now, theatrical only. You know, that's going to be available on Disney Plus. Yeah. They're just going to do it. Right? Yeah, probably. The Matrix, HBO Max, by the way, trailer. Is that still happening? Yeah, in December, but no trailer yet. What's going to be interesting is. Avatar 5. <laughs> 
Did you guys see that this week? Yeah. You told me about it. One of the, I don't know no. who it was, some actor who's in the Avatar franchise was talking about in some interview how he just read the script to Avatar 5 and it was the most mind-blowing thing he's ever read. And I was like, hey. What about two, three, and four? Calm down, <laughs> Avatar James Cameron. Um, That's never going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait to talk about this. Um, no, no, no. What I was going to say was the test, unfortunately, is going to be movies that don't get a streaming option like Ghostbusters, which is going to be theaters as of right now, theaters only. It's not like it's going to also be on Netflix. Now, to me, I'm of two minds of it. I want Ghostbusters to make a ton of money. But more than that, I want everybody in the world to see it. So I, I vote for theatrical only release for Ghostbusters Afterlife. Then it debuts on Netflix like a month later. That's my vote. Or two months, three months later, whatever. I just want everyone to see it. Maybe. Yeah. Is, are they still recouping money from like having it stream or whatever movie like streaming on a service? Like are, the problem is, is HBO Warner Brothers is that, that that's they get all the revenue from that. Disney. They can put a movie on Disney Plus. Sony doesn't have that. Sony doesn't have their I own see, streaming I see, I service. See, I see. So, anyways, but if they put it on Disney, like like Shin Chi or Shang Chi, when that comes out, yeah, they might put it on Disney Plus, but they're going to still charge you thirty dollars to watch. It. Exactly, you still got to buy it, so it's a yeah. little different. And I think I'm going. I, I'm not paying thirty dollars for Shang Chi. No, I'm going to see that in the theater for sure. Right. Because it's a big kung fu movie. You want to I got to see those 10 rings. I got to yeah. see that abomination. I got to see whatever that fucking dragon, luck dragon or whatever. I got to see that in the theater. All right. Yeah. Let's wrap this up. This was a good, lively discussion. Thank you, guys. Yeah. Thank you for participating. Thank you. No feelings were hurt, except no. for mine. It's just, it's no. just movies. Friends, friendship comes Whatever. First. We have all actually gotten mad about movies before. For sure. Yeah, for yeah. sure. I'll never I, I thought I, I, I was pretty sure Abby was annoyed at me the other night in the chat when we finally opened it up to talk about this movie. I was like, oh, I'm making Abby so bad right now. I probably expected you to not like this movie. <laughs> Here, and no, that's no, no, okay. no, no. I want to say this. But I wanted to say something. I want you to say something. It's it, we take this seriously because this is like because we all hate our families. No, it's like this <laughs> oh. is a like I guess it's close to having a religious experience is like any thing that we go through. So seeing a movie and caring about it is something that you like have passion about. And if you feel the 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 burning in your bosom, so to speak, when you see a movie like I did, then you know you you do want to share that with other people. So, well, I remember when the last Halloween came out, like. Yeah, I, that was a conflict as well. We had conflict. Mm -hmm. We almost ended the whole damn thing because of it. No, mm -hmm. that didn't happen. Um, and I did rewatch Halloween and it's, I've cooled on that one. Um, <laughs> you've cool, you cool on everything, Greg. That's <laughs> yeah. your, cause I'm that's cool. your super, Hey, Craig, your suit, your, your suicide squad, weird superpower is that you love everything immediately and then cool on it. I think, <laughs> dude, my opinions change all the time. I'll tell you what, if I am gun to my head, I have to watch the last Jedi or rise of Skywalker. I think I'm watching the last Jedi. Ugh. Why? Let's move on. Why? Let's move on. Why? I don't that even want to know. That why. movie distinctly that doesn't even make sense. Puts me in a bad that. mood. Because <sighs> I'm a film fan. Okay, I like Ryan Johnson. About, hey, let's talk Fuck. about Ghostbusters. I want to talk about something we all like. We're going to. So here's what we're gonna do, Jake. Abby, yeah. yeah. Where does uh, objectively is Suicide Squad the best of the DCEU, yes. starting with Man of Steel till now? It goes yes. 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 You say yes. I don't. 
I don't know. Jake says he doesn't. Would you rather watch know. it over the other ones? I'd ra- I would watch. I don't know. What would you watch over it? That. Well, I mean, just listen. I keep a maybe three other things. I, I keep don't an, know. I keep an index of everybody's thoughts on all movies in my head. Okay, Jake, you talked way more positively about the Snyder Cut than you did about this movie. Yeah, I think I'd watch Man of Steel before I rewatch this. I don't know. Like, I don't. I don't. There's nothing in that this like current DC that I have like loved. There's little things in all of them that I may be like, oh, that was kind of good or that was cool. Um, I, I'm not saying I would never rewatch this because you know what? I rewatched the other Suicide Squad, I don't know, six or eight months ago just because I forgot did it. And maybe I'll do the same thing with this. Maybe I'll feel different about it in the future. But yeah. right now, asking me right now, I'd maybe put something else on in front of them. I couldn't tell you exactly what. Yeah, I'm trying to figure out. Yeah, I kind of feel the same way. I I, th- I did like it a lot, but I mean, I don't. <sighs> it's hard for me because Batman's my favorite superhero. I just want to see Batman. So I might go watch Batman versus Superman, even though I don't love it. Dude, I just don't want to see it. Super Superman has always been one of my least favorite superheroes, period. And if I'm telling you I'd rather rewatch the Superman film in the whole slate of D. De- that should just tell you about what I feel about DC in general. All right. Mm-hmm. Well, there you go. This, uh, there you go. Yeah. Hey, this was fun. Yeah. Congratulations. Yeah, dude. And yeah. Either Jake's way, it's good that these movies. About the movie don't take away from my own enjoyment and I respect his opinion. And I'm just glad movies good. are coming out. It's really yeah. nice to be able to talk yeah. about this stuff. Um, I will say this. Saw the Batman trailer. That thing looks good on yeah, the big screen. Yeah, that trailer was fun to see in a in a movie theater. I'm excited to see the Batman. Hopefully we get a new trailer for that. Fandom is coming back two months. Cool. So wow. hopefully we'll... Have that experience. Coming. Fandom's coming. <laughs> um, anything else before we sign off, folks? Thanks for listening. Yeah. And joining Patreon and group therapy. We're about to do a Patreon episode right now. Yeah, dude. We're going to talk more about Ghostbusters Afterlife exclusively to our uh, Patreon listeners. So if you want to get in on that, it's patreon.com slash yes. Have some. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in. Thank you to Abigail and Jacob for their candid thoughts on Suicide Squad. Mm-hmm. And thank you to Paul at Spook Central for his review of the mm-hmm. Ghostbusters 2 score. <laughs> By the way, I, sad ooh, comments. I want to do a um, I want to do like a listening party of some sort where we go track by track talk about the score oh yeah that's cool because there's some stuff in there that's like what (laughs) yeah there's some cool stuff um all right well we'll call it there see everybody for abigail gardner jacob walsh my name is craig goldberg make sure that you are subscribing here on spotify or wherever you get your podcasts if you enjoy what you listen to here on yes have some leave a five-star review on itunes let us know what you think as we continue the countdown to ghostbusters afterlife the movie we've been waiting for since 1989. I'm so stressed about that review because it's going to be me crying the whole time, no matter what. I'm just going to be like, ah. that's why we have first and second dinner. And then the letters we write to each other. <laughs> Jake, any final thoughts? You have the last word. Uh, no, man, just, I don't know. Just, I like <laughs> movies. I like most movies. <laughs> Do you? I, yeah, <laughs> I just like here. Let me let me admit. I like, I like that movies. movies exist. I like that movies exist. Too. I like, I like that movies exist. And books. 
books. And books. Nerds Read a book. Great. All right, everybody. We'll see you next time. Go take care of that cat. Good night. Bye.